It's the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. A fine pair brought to you by Shane Holmes. Paired homes that keep your neighbor's noise on their side. It's Tuesday, January 3rd, 2023. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Welcome to a new year of the BNS in 20 minutes or less. Pisscast, this is exciting. You got it right. I did. I'll screw it up at some point here, but... It's shocking. Um, I was like, don't mess it up on the first day. No. This is the first show of the new year. It's true. It's an exciting time of year for us because our... Well, I mean, it's like you said, it was still kind of quiet this week because there are lots of people that are still off. The kids are still off school. The kids. Yeah, they're still off. But it's getting back into the swing of things for sure. Yeah, so we were able to use some of the... The ideas that we've been sitting on for a while on today's show, knowing that our audience was a bit more normal. Mm -hmm. So it's a pretty good show. Pretty excited to bring this to you. We got a Terry of the Month nominee, something that we think you're going to see more of in the coming years uh, due to just the way that travel has been recently. Uh, A eulogy. We're going to talk about the best weddings you've been to. Small town news. The goat of birthdays. An etymology, one of the uh, one of the more interesting etymologies, I think, or the more obvious, I should say. Yeah. That you've done in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to talk about how disastrously hungover my wife was yesterday. <laughs> uh, tourism ad for <laughs> places in Saskatchewan, and a type of snobs. After your out of context clip of the show, the hunchback of of Arbor Lake or whatever. Brings you to these birds. BNS in twenty minutes or less. McKenna and I were out on New Year's Eve. She said to me, "The Pope died today," oh. and I was like, "What?" So there's no way. Like the death of a pope is a huge deal. That would be the biggest news story of the day. Yeah. Uh, but it wasn't Pope Francis. It was Pope Benedict. The Pope oh, Emeritus, the former Pope okay, who died yeah. yes, right, right. on New Year's Eve. Uh, and I guess it's, it's kind of an unusual situation because you usually you, you don't normally have two Popes alive at the same time. That's true. Normally the Pope dies in office. Right. Um, but I wanted to talk more about Francis than Benedict. Benedict's um, funeral is going on right now, his state funeral, until the 5th, I believe. But just before Christmas, I saw this story when you were away where Pope Francis was giving his annual address to what they call the Roman Curia, which are the, like the staff of the Vatican. And he warned them about Catholics who live holier-than-thou lives. People who kind of think that they're more faithful than others and they're condescending about it. Right. And I was think, I was I read that and I was like, he's talking about Catholic snobs right there. Yep. That's and true. I mean, really, not just I'm sure every religion has their version of people who think that they are living the faith better than it's true than others. Yeah, right. Definitely religious snobs, Shauna. Mm-hmm. Religious snobs. Oh, you're a Bible fan? Name three psalms. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not fully confident in Pastor John. I know I could do it so much better. <laughs> yes, well, in my high school graduating class, I was actually voted most pious. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you only go to church on Sundays? A fair weather godder then. <laughs> well, I actually converted to several religions and tried to follow all of their teachings. My life is a nightmare of religious contradictions. <laughs> well, I named all my children after the disciples and just changed my middle name to Jesus. You can't live the religious life if you don't fully commit to pure piety. <laughs> <laughs> and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. My boyfriend and I were talking to some of his friends in Prince Albert over the weekend because I went into to PA to watch the, the 
PA Raiders play. And they were asking if we had any travel plans coming up for the new year. And, and we got chatting about maybe going to L.A. later. And they were like, oh, LaRange? Nope. Los Angeles is what we were talking about. Not LaRange, but I guess everywhere or everybody up there refers to LaRange as L.A. <laughs> That's pretty good. So they <laughs> actually thought we were talking about LaRange, Saskatchewan as a trip travel plan. The funniest part of that you is that LA? LaRange be LR? Yes. That would make more sense. But because it's La, La they LA. Just, they call it LA. Imagine, That's really funny. Becker, could you imagine making that mistake when you're <laughs> planning a trip? You know, you're all excited to go to LA and you wind up in LaRange, Saskatchewan. You're like, man, there's a lot of camel on this flight. The plane's really small. This is and odd. then it takes off. I think we're heading the wrong we're direction. Going, why did where are we? <laughs> Welcome to LaRange. <laughs> That's not what I wanted. Holy crap. I think maybe we could make a tourism ad for LaRange, Saskatchewan. Well, we probably could. Yeah, I mean, L.A. doesn't need any help with, they sure with don't. tourism. They get tourists from all over the place. Yeah. But LaRange does. Maybe some people waffling on if they want to go to L.A. or LaRange has got it. We can, we can tip the scales for them. Considering a trip in the new year? Why not try beautiful L.A.? LaRange, Saskatchewan. Located four hours north of anywhere you've heard of, LaRange boasts several amenities. Stay at the beautiful, smoker-friendly Drifters Motel or one of the many fly fishing lodges nearby. Grab lunch at Subway or head out fishing and catch your own dinner. Check out the LaRange Ice Wolves or go ice fishing. If you're feeling the spirit, there's a large church in town and the fishing is world-class. The Trading Post is a popular spot to stop in on your way to fish. Visit beautiful LaRange, the L.A. of the North. But the fishing! V and S in 20 minutes or less. So on uh, New Year's Eve, uh, my, my dear wife McKenna, uh, this one got away from her a bit. Oh, no. Yeah. She, one of her friends found oh, me. At, no. We were at this party, and one of her friends found me, and she was like, McKenna's not doing so well. Oh, God. So I had to hustle her out of there and get her home via a $115 Uber. So actually, we we took some because we this party was kind of down in this area, and we took an Uber to the way to the deep south where we live, and then some friends were with us, and they carried on to their place, and the total cost of the Uber was two hundred and five dollars, which is insane, yeah, absolutely insane. Um, but McKenna, she doesn't drink very much anymore. She rarely has like more than a drink or two in a night, uh, and I think as a result, she's kind of forgotten where the line is. Oh, okay. So I mean, kind of an empty stomach, and then she has a few glasses of champagne and maybe a shot here or there, and then oh, the next boy. thing you know, she wasn't doing so well. Essentially, January first did not exist for her. As you could just remove that date from the calendar because there was no day there for her. So. It was just gone. That's awful. Or, yeah, that's a bad one. I feel bad for her. Oh, that's bad. Yeah, I don't think I've ever been that bad. No. Um, no, but, that sounds. That just sounds dreadful. Thankfully, I felt pretty good. So I, I took the boy skating, and good. she was able to rest through the day. And, you know, I at our house, I enforce a no hangover rule. I think that if you, as they say, if, you, if you're a man at night, you can be a man in the morning, right? <laughs> if you want to go out and be an adult, then you can suck it up and... Yep. You know, do all the things you need to do the next day. And usually I just try to get some fresh air, some exercise, some greasy food in me and get back to it. But. Well, it's funny because I don't 
really get hung. If I wake up and I feel a little groggy after drinking the night before, if I'll just go and work out and I'm totally fine. Yeah, like, I don't just, sit in it. I no, never sit in it. No, and I used to, I think, and then you just, it doesn't, you can't do that. Nope. Like, But if you get up and you just do something active, I find like it, it's just gone. It's, you kind of burn it off or something. It's I weird. agree. I agree with you, but McKenna was so far past this. Oh, like she no. was. It didn't matter what I tried to enforce. That wasn't happening. By supper time, she was able to kind of move around the house again. But both, Holy. Me- both McKenna and her sister, Holy. they both have this weird thing where if they're if they're hungover, they can't walk upright. That's they, very weird. So she was bent at the waist. Oh she God. was like walking around the house, like <laughs> pathetically trying to clean up dishes and stuff. <gasps> bent at ha- like an old crone. Oh like my an, God. Like she needed a crook and a lantern. And she- You're trying to demonstrate this. To you. I was going to say the evil queen from Snow White is what you look like. <laughs> like the like on the cover of a Led Zeppelin album. Oh my God. <laughs> the hunchback of, of Arbor Lake or whatever. Brings you to these parts. Ah. <laughs> It was a New Year's Eve. Oh, <laughs> like, my God. Like, That's a really bad look. McKenna, like, <laughs> glorious, beautiful, and then she gets hung over and yeah. she turns into that. VMS <laughs> in 20 minutes or less. Etymology with Shauna. So this one's short and sweet, but I learned the origin of the, the word plumber, which I'd never really thought of why you call a plumber a plumber. I mean, we know that we call them plumbing mm-hmm. when it comes to our... So plumber comes from the periodic table's PB element for lead. Right? That's so obvious. Uh-huh. It's like, how did I never put that together before? Yes. So PB comes from the Latin word plumbum, which means lead. And pipes were originally made lead. of. So that word was actually kind of used to refer to pipes uh, back then as well. It kind of lead and pipes went together. So we call plumbing Plumbing because of that. Plum, these are my f- bum and pipes. These are my favorite types of etymologies. Yeah. Where it's like, if I had taken two seconds to think about this, I probably could have figured out on my own, but you never do. It's no. like, it's right there in front of you. Why is it called a plumber? Why is it plumbing? PB for lead. Pipes, plumber, all make sense. Now, I would venture to guess, and I'm not sure about this, but mm-hmm. um, the building term plum, meaning something that's perfectly vertical, right? It's like, yep. it's the vertical version of something that's horizontally level. Mm-hmm. You say it's plum. Yeah. A plum bob is used to measure if something's plum, to check if something's plum. I would guess that's because the weights were probably initially made of lead. Yeah, I bet you they were. Hmm. So there we go. Wow. It was right there. And the I, I was time. like, oh my God. Right there the it's whole time. Just and I'm right just there. skating we, past it. Now, so. Yep, yep. Everybody does. Etymology <laughs> with Shauna. VNS in 20 minutes or less. A friend of mine was celebrating a birthday between Christmas and New Year's. And another friend asked what it was like having a birthday that falls in that stretch of time. Not good. Nope. No. As you can imagine, this friend said was that it's not great. Yeah. I think there are a few years in your early 20s when having a birthday right around Christmas is a good thing. And that's because everybody who's away for school is home. Right. You know, people are, maybe you don't quite have the family commitments that you do when you're a bit older. Fair. So I think there's like a, a period of like five years from like 19 to 24 where it's advantageous to have a Christmas or a birthday close in proximity to Christmas. Every other time it sucks. Yeah. When you're young, it sucks because mm-hmm. your gifts get lumped together. Yep. Um, when you're older, it sucks because nobody's around or nobody can do anything because they all have their Family own stuff going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah your definitely. birthday kind of gets lumped in with Christmas or just forgotten about. Yeah. Um, my birthday's at the end of January, and even then, I kind of felt it when I was little. You know, it'd be like, oh, I just, you know, if you if you if there was something that you wanted in like July, 
And they'd be like, ask for it for Christmas. I'm like, or your birthday. That's so far away. Yeah, that's you know? true. So what do you think, Shauna? Mm-hmm. If we're in agreement that this is a bad time to have a birthday, what is the goat of birthdays? When's the best spot on the calendar to have a birthday? Well, I got to say the summer. The summer? The summer, yeah. Uh, my sister had a birthday July 26th, and it was one of the best because it's warm, so she could have pool parties in the backyard because we, we grew up with a pool. You go to the lake. It was always nice out, so you could have the outdoor birthday, which everybody wants. Friends are around and off school. It was always, I was so jealous of her who had the, the summer birthday. The two things I were going to bring up was going to bring up is that what, friends sometimes aren't around in the summer because people take vacation. Mm. People go away. Yeah. Right. I remember some summers like where I would just be kind of bored because my friends were gone. Yeah. Just, you know, kicking a rock around. I suppose. Um, the other thing is when you're young, I know kids like what, like you get your birthday acknowledged at school uh, and you don't if your birthday falls in the summer. Yeah. Still so, though. No. I don't know. I, I still would pick a summer birthday just because of all the, like, it's just so nice to be able to be outdoors. My mm-hmm. birthday is in April and I hated it as a kid because it was always miserable and rainy and dreary and could never do any of the outside stuff that I wanted to do with my friends. Yeah. But you're right. I mean, the, the plus is your friends are at least around. There seem to be a lot of birthdays in the March, April, May range, mm-hmm. which would be the result of summer scronking. Yep. Summer scrunch, summer rinsing, as you might call it. Uh, I think the ideal birthday might be like beginning of June. Because okay, because it's starting to get warmer. The weather's getting decent. And your fair friends are around. Everybody's around. Yeah. No one's gotten like really busy with finals or anything like that. Plus, nobody's taking vacation right before the end of school. True. They're going to wait. Okay. But you're also in school for it. It's kind of an exciting time of year in general. And your parents aren't doing the horizontal hula next door while you're... So this is... Okay. These are all the things that I think that would be a pretty ideal birthday. That or like maybe right at the beginning of fall when school's back in. Again, it's kind of an exciting time. I suppose so. Okay. Maybe I... Uh, I it sucks because I still would prefer the warmest parts of the... And, and for, for some reason, my friends always did tend to be around for hmm. my sister's birthday. And I remember just being like, I want that birthday instead. Just because the heat. But you're right. Being able to... Acknowledge it in school. Okay. All yeah, right. And if you do an outdoor birthday, I guess, but I'd say maybe June leading into Chris or leading into summer would be better though than like when you're back to school. Yeah, I agree. So yeah. okay, maybe June. There's just an energy to that time of year where it's like June. it's almost summer. It's yeah. almost here. Oh, we're Countdown's having a big party on. to celebrate you. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's go. The BNS and twenty minutes or less podcast. You know a great place to celebrate a birthday, Beckler. One of Shane Holmes' quicker possession duplexes. Oh, you can be as loud as you want. You, you sure can. Par- you can have that uh, that party on a Tuesday night. Go All right till two in the morning. All kinds of parties. Yep. As loud as you want. Yeah, bring in the karaoke machine. Why not? Starting from the 490s, these 1,624 square foot paired homes feature large bedrooms and next level soundproofing. For more info, visit ShaneHolmes.com. Shane Holmes, the better way to build. VNS in 20 minutes or less. We've got some great submissions for small town news over oh, the holidays. Oh, fantastic. Uh, this one actually is from about a month ago. I forgot about it. A uh, friend of the show, Nadia, has family in a small town in Saskatchewan. She didn't say which one, but she sent me a story from uh, Swift Current's online news outlet okay. about how the Stockade Center got new floors. Oh my God, that's... New floors at the Stockade Center. It's that's big, huge. It's a big one. Wow. I mean, I read the article and it does sound like it, like they, they can now have all sorts of activities in there that they couldn't before. So it's big for a community like that. That's but good, it, yeah. the, the headline 
is just so small town news, right? Oh, that's beautiful. Building gets new floors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is small town news if I've ever heard it. Uh, and then friend of the show, Carly, she lives out on Vancouver Island, and she sent a story from Campbell River, uh, where the RCMP are looking for a person who is going around ringing doorbells dressed as a cow. Or at least one doorbell. They rang a doorbell and ran away. They were dressed as a cow. They so they caught on camera. Like didn't steal anything or anything, just dressed as a cow, ringing doorbells. Just Nikki Nine Doors that's, or Knock Knock Ginger or whatever you call it. That, that is game. some wholesome small town news right there. That's what you that's what you want. The headline referred to this person as a troublesome cow. Okay. Which is great. Yep, that's phenomenal. So we'll use these to jump off uh, with small town news. Small town news with Beckler and Shauna. Good evening. Our top story tonight. The Stockade Center has new floors. These floors are expected to last up to and beyond 30 years and feature painted lines for various sports and activities. The government of Alberta is spending $300,000 to finally increase internet speeds in Sturgeon County. The broadband infrastructure should be in place by the start of next oiler season. RCMP are looking for a person dressed as a cow who rang a doorbell, then ran away. The crime has shaken the small community, but police say there is no immediate threat to public safety. And police are looking for suspects after a stink bomb was reportedly set off in the grocery store. Although some believe it may have just been bad gas. Anyone who can verify that mailman John was there is asked to contact Terry, who takes pride in his ability to ID residents based on their flatulence. V and S in 20 minutes or less. I was at a wedding this weekend and uh, it was lovely, but I I got thinking about what the best wedding I've ever been to was. Because when you go to weddings, a lot of the time afterward, it's like, that was that was good, but I don't know. There's When I got chatting with some friends, we were all kind of like, yeah, I mean, there's some good weddings I've been to, but I don't know what makes a good wedding. Yeah, there's weddings you know where I mean? time flies and you're having a ton of fun, and there's weddings you just can't wait to get out of. Yes. Uh, and your wedding was up there for sure as one of the favorite weddings, if not the the most fun well, that I've ever you. been to. Um, and I was trying to think of like why it was, like what made your wedding so so much fun or, or one of my favorites. And there were a lot of things. I think one being that it was uh, kind of informal. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah, it we was had pizza for supper. Yes, <laughs> and it was where was it? Was it the bottom of a legion? Yeah. Yeah. It was bottom of the Army, Navy, Air Force, Vets, Legion in Saskatoon. Yeah, so it wasn't like too hoity-toity. Mm-hmm. No one was taking themselves too seriously for it, you know, which I think is all good stuff for a wedding. Yeah. Um, I, the ceremony didn't go overly long, nor did the speeches, which I think, like I've been to some weddings where the speeches have gone on for That'll kill the vibe in a wedding in hours. a hurry. Yeah. And it's a ton of people who go up and they all want to hear themselves talk. And you're like, I love it. And and again, I know you're doing it because you love this couple. And that is beautiful. But it really, as a guest, right, you struggle because you're like, I, do, yeah. I don't know who this is. I don't know what you're referencing. A ton of like inside references. <laughs> like, oh. There were also a ton of people at our wedding. So there yeah, were lots of true. people to talk to and see and stuff, right? Because we wanted to invite everybody and keep it kind of, like yeah. you said, informal. Yeah. Um. What about you? What's I mean, maybe you're biased on your own wedding right now, but outside of your own. Yeah, I'm trying to think of my favorite weddings that I've been to. It, it's often like how close I am to the people getting married yes, because then it's all true. of our friends there. So there's nothing they can really do about that, right? That's true. There yeah. are going to be really great weddings because you're such just a very important part of that group of people. Mm-hmm. And then there's ones where you're kind of like a fringe guest, yes. right? So yeah. yeah, the closer you are to the couple, I think... Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of some of the best ones. One of the other ones is, is not having a huge gap between the ceremony and reception. I, I think some weddings will will there will be a big gap and it mm-hmm. kind of 
that also is awkward for people sometimes, I think. Yeah, especially if you're not from yeah. wherever you are, then you got to kill all that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with you, though. Like, long speeches can really kill it. I remember the, the wedding I was at where the speeches were the best. And the, the couple that was getting married and all their friends and family were just big characters. That's awesome. And everybody who got up there, their speeches were so good. And it was like... Yeah. yeah. And I mean, you can't help that either because there's always going to be people that you are doing speeches that maybe aren't big yeah. characters, right? And and love that too. But I was thinking I would limit speeches, I think. I would do it where it's like you have a two-minute time limit to your speech. At our wedding, I wanted a digital clock like they have at a comedy club where it's like when your time's up, the red light starts going and we're going to play you off. I was like, going to say, I, get your MC to have a, an actual broom. Yeah, like sweep people <laughs> off or hook them right them off. Yes, dude. Like actually. A physical hook that would be hilarious for everybody. Keeps them involved. Yeah, but I think that's a big one too. Is keeping guests kind of involved in that stuff too. Yeah, you know, keep yeah. them entertained by it somehow. People want to eat and they want to get to the drinks and the music and yeah. yeah so just those, those are the keys, I think. Yeah. If you have lots of those things, and it's tough because I get it. The wedding is about the couple, right? So. I feel selfish even saying, like, move it along, move it along. But <laughs> right, Let's get her going here. Yeah. I want some drinks. <laughs> the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Pleased to announce that Christmas music has finally ended at our house. Oh. Began on November 1st of this year. Some people I know drag it out for another week or so. So oh. McKenna said no. It's okay. Well, no, she, it's, it was two months of straight Christmas music. That's fair. That's a sixth of the year. Yeah. Uh, but she is no longer asking our smart speaker to play the country Christmas playlist on her Spotify, which okay. is just great. Oh, that's good for you. Yeah. yeah. So now I have 10 months of reprieve until it starts all over again. Yeah. Um, do you think we could eulogize Christmas music, Shauna? And I was like, I was wondering, have we ever done this before? And I went looking through our archives and it doesn't look like we have, which is strange because I'm subject to this every single year. Yeah, it sounds familiar, but I guess not. Weird. Could, could okay. you say a few few words about the Christmas music Definitely. season of 2022? We are gathered here today to remember the Christmas music that was. The two months of holy nights and silent nights, white Christmases and blue Christmases or last Christmases and wonderful Christmas times. It's time to put the hundreds of covers of those same 10 songs to bed, okay? <laughs> time to put Mariah Carey and Michael Buble back in their boxes. Put Wham! back on the shelf for another year. <laughs> We'll see y'all in 10 minutes, or 10 months, rather. Not 10 minutes. Oh, that oh, would God, be awful. No. Can you imagine? And it starts again. Buble to Buble. Bells to bells. Eckler, do you have a musical tribute for us? Some of your finer work, if Thank I don't you. say so. I've Thank heard you. all of your eulogies, and that was my favorite. Okay, good. Concise, and you know. Okay. See if I can get up here for this okay, one. Okay, great. Somewhere in my memory. Christmas joys all around me. Beautiful. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. You know what I think we're going to see a lot of in the coming years? Hmm. Travel insurance. <laughs> get in now. Yes. 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 Any way to get in on the ground floor of the travel insurance biz, I think we should we should do it. My yeah. parents just spent many thousands of dollars trying to get back from Europe. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think they would agree with you on that. After this holiday season and all the mess that everybody's been involved with, and I mean, COVID even prior to that and things getting canceled because of that, like any trip now that costs me over $1,000, I will be I will be 100% getting travel insurance. Interesting. I, I never used to. And, you know, I travel a lot to go see my boyfriend and stuff. And I'm always like, nah, I don't need that. And now I'm like, nope, I will be getting it. I don't care how much it costs. I think it's now worth it. Because now we've seen 
how much delays can cost and how much they can frig you. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, I have a couple friends who had trips booked on Sunwing for next month. Oh. And out of Saskatchewan. And you probably saw that they've canceled all the flights out of Saskatchewan for those, any of yeah, those. Yeah, a colleague of ours was supposed to have her wedding. They had to have it canceled. Yeah. So, so they all uh, rebooked out of Edmonton. And they are now out about $8,500 each because they rebooked and paid again full price for that trip. And oh, no. I was looking at them and I didn't say this to them, but I was like, I would be nervous to do that if I were you. To rebook? To rebook and, and not have the other money back in the account mm-hmm. yet and be out all that money. I With stuff like that now, I get scared about even bankruptcies, right? Like Sunwing is not going to be able to repay all those people that are out the money right now. So... I don't know. I know a lot of airlines are doing credits. Yeah. You get credits. Like I know with my parents, they're getting a lot of credits right now. Right. And hopefully with those friends, they're good with getting those credits for yeah. I have a trip in the future. Because, yeah. Otherwise, I mean, with COVID, I think I lost a couple thousand bucks probably total in the different trips and stuff that uh, I went, went missing. But there was some bankruptcies involved. And when mm. bankruptcy happens, you don't get anything back because that company no longer exists. So... Travel insurance. Travel insurance. The other thing I think is maybe, like, I always thought that travel agents were kind of a dying industry. And my mom's like, man, I wish we'd gone through a travel agent for this. Because even on the way way over to Europe, she she messed up with, like, the time change and booked the the wrong date for one flight. And it ended up costing her a bunch of money to rebook that. Right, yeah. And then on the way back, like, trying to negotiate all of the different airlines and all the different rebookings and stuff. Mm. And had they gone with a travel agent, that person would have handled all that. So I think travel agents still have a place. I said that too. I said I think there's going to be a huge industry of growing, like growing for travel agents too. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because you're right. I think before they kind of faded away because everybody's like, oh, we can do this all ourselves now. And it's like, yeah, you can. But you know what a travel agent will be good for? Situations like that. Situations like that. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. I'd like to offer up my first submission for Terry of the Month, if I could, Beckler. Of the new year? Of the new year. That's exciting. I know. First show of the new year. We've already got a Terry of the Month nominee. Let's hear about him. So I met him in Prince Albert over the weekend. Uh, first off, Prince Albert, a lot of Terry's. Oh, yeah. The, the actual sound country. of the city is diesel trucks blasting past your house. Like we've talked before about how at Cliff's apartment, a truck blows past about every two minutes with the loudest mufflers you've ever heard. Like just you always, it wakes you up. Not the sounds of the city like here in Calgary. It's just diesel trucks. Uh, And then we went to the hockey game and there may have been seven cars total in the entire parking lot. The rest were trucks. Parking spaces everywhere are the extra wide ones because nobody has a regularly sized car. So anyway, just Terry, Terry, Terry country. Terry Mac, a lot of Terry's up there. It really Terry is. Country partner. Uh, so, so Terry himself, uh, he loves to fight. So he's known as a guy who gets into scraps every single time he goes out. This particular Terry? This particular Terry, the Terry of the Month nominee. Uh, so his friends apparently know what time to tell him it's time to go home so he doesn't start scrapping because <laughs> they know the, the magical witching hour of Terry where he gets into the point where he just wants to start scrapping with everybody. Is he the kind of guy who blames it on the type of booze that he's drinking too? Oh, I can't have rye or I get, I get angry. I oh, get into the fights. Like, I'm sorry, guys. No, you just want to fight, man. Yeah. No, it has nothing <laughs> to do with it on the whiskey. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Terry is recovering right now because he got into a fight and ripped his bicep right off his arm. Hmm. Did Terry lose this fight? He, I don't actually know the answer to that. I, um, I mean, after he lo- lost the bicep, I assume he probably couldn't do much after that. But he literally ripped a <laughs> bicep off of his arm fighting. He's got two fists just to throw with the other one. It's, it's true. I should have asked. I don't know why I didn't ask. I mean, 
Uh, it, it feels like a weird thing to ask. Did you lose the fight or? Is Terry, oh, that's a big deal out there. Is Terry, uh, is Terry off work right now? Terry's off work right now. Mm. Yeah. 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 Terry likes to work out though too. And I mean, one of the biceps is jacked and the other one is, is recovering. So. Did he try to Terry. file it as like a worker's comp claim? I hope so. Oh, I was injured working. Yeah. <laughs> when they ask you right off the bat, yes, it was definitely work. No, it wasn't, Terry. No, it wasn't. You had a few too many, and everybody knows. We didn't get you out of there in time. It was the witching hour, the Terry witching hour, and you got into a scrap once again. How old is this guy? Uh, it looked to be early 40s, probably. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Terry's... Like, you can't be you can't be a grown man getting in fights no. like that. I know. You, you just come on, man. Like you yeah. can't be missing work because, because you're a you grown man who got in a fight on the weekend. I know. I know. Like that is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't know if Terry like he looked like he he could have been juicing maybe just a little bit as well. I don't know if that was part of the mm. anger. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, this is your Terry of the Month nominee. So. Our first one of the year. You've been listening to the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Paired homes that keep your neighbor's noise on their side. Want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have BNS in 20 Minutes or Less downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.